As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You guys, our second in-person live show is coming up December 2nd. We're going to be in Los Angeles at the Bourbon Room. We also have a virtual show that Sunday, December 4th. Are you ready? Am I ready? Yeah. yeah, of course I'm ready. What? Are you sure? Yeah. It's going to be really cool. We're working with Moment again, and we're going to actually have an after party where we build gingerbread houses I'm ready to kick some ass. It's going to be a competition between the four of us, me, Justin, Lauren, and Alejandra. We're not working together? No. We're pro. We're pro. We have worked on a team before for Gingerbread House, but we are each our own individual team working for a big prize. I guess so. Yeah. You'll find the links for both live shows in the description of this episode, but I am so, so excited for this. It's going to be a holiday spectacular both shows in person and virtual and the stories i'm finding already they blow the last live show out of the water like completely i just showed justin one earlier tonight and it's pretty bad yeah it's it's gonna be crazy <laughs> but can't wait to have you guys join us so get your tickets early i'm so excited you're here i'm so excited to be here are you kidding Ah! Okay, <laughs> this is going to be amazing. I first saw your content and it was when you had just passed the bar and you were doing like your reveal video with your family. And I remember seeing that and like literally crying. I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh, here I am on TikTok. Another, <laughs> another day of crying over strangers lives. Oh my gosh. Sometimes I'll watch it and cry too. It It's was so beautiful. So wild. I have never felt that many emotions at once prior to finding out. I remember going to a park the day before I got the because you have to wait like four months before Ugh. taking the exam and then getting your results, which is just truly cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, it's um, terrible. And I was just like, what am I going to like? What is going to happen? And I wrote um, an entry to myself in my journal where I was congratulating myself for passing just to get in the vibrational frequency of like, yeah, it happened. Time hasn't caught up yet. And and then so when I passed, I was just like, wow, it was such a trip. It was it was amazing. It was really I, I'm not a fan of the exam itself because I don't believe it is an adequate test of what makes a good lawyer. Mm -hmm. It's basically just memorizing a bunch of information and lawyers are never required to memorize like if they should make the exam like a open book. search. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. how quickly can you find the answer to a legal question given these resources? But anyway, I was just um, definitely found a new sense of confidence um, knowing I could do like something that hard. So it was cool. 
Well, not only that. So if you guys are hearing her voice, you might recognize it from TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, you might recognize her beautiful face. But today we are joined by Delara, a.k.a. Legal Baddie. It's Legal Baddie in the house. (laughs) (laughs) You have already done like so many amazing things. And I think the most impressive thing for me I mean, your list is long already. But even before you had a platform on TikTok, you spoke on Capitol Hill I did. for DACA Yeah, uh, because you yourself are yeah. a recipient. Yeah, I, um, I came to the United States when I was five and um, I received my DACA recipient, like my first DACA when I was 18, which was when it was... Uh, implemented under the Obama administration. And I'm still a DACA recipient. I still, it's my only right to residency in the U.S., which is crazy. I could be a lawyer in the United States God, and still not have a single pathway to citizenship, of course, other than marriage. But, um, but it, do, there, yeah, you, yeah it should be based on merit. No, it's just like you've been here since you were a kiddo. Yeah. And the yeah. fact you can be a lawyer from one of the state's top schools and still be undocumented is just, it's wild. It's mind-blowing. And it's still in jeopardy. It's still in jeopardy even after 10 years. And it's something that has to be renewed every two years. And, um, and I actually anticipate this year. We'll see, we'll see how things pan out, but whatever happens, I'm definitely planning on um, rallying the troops and, and making sure that you know, it's it's so overdue comprehensive immigration reform. And I think DACA is the first place to start. So yeah. it's definitely it was an honor to be able to advocate on behalf of DACA recipients. Even, oh, my God, it was incredible. Yeah. Even then. Thank you. Thank I mean, you. I was just like, I can't I can barely do a live show and you're up on Capitol Hill and like nation global TV coverage. Oh and just like the, your speech, you're just oh, my God. I wrote my speech the night before. Shut up. I swear. I swear no. on everything. And I mem- I, I well, I did two years of competitive speech and debate yeah. in college so I like <laughs> if, if it wasn't for that I it wouldn't have um been as I, it wasn't easy but it just it came a little bit more naturally to me but yeah I memorized I remember it was like 11 o'clock I was up late and I was like I have to get sleep so I look good too in the video <laughs> um and uh and I memorized it and but also it's my story so it's kind of easy to mm-hmm. you don't have to memorize so much but yeah it was It was wild. And I didn't know like Nancy Pelosi was going to be there like next to me. I was just like going to be. I didn't I I had no idea what to expect. (laughs) Oh, my God. So crazy. Yeah, absolutely amazing. I mean, if you follow one guest I have on this podcast, Delara would be the one to go follow. Oh, my goodness. It's not just that, but it's it's I could literally cry right now. I'm too emotional today. It's shark week and it's just a (laughs) fucking mess right now. Um, but just you use your platform in such a big, powerful, meaningful way. Speaking about the women in Iran right now and just, wow. God, we're really starting off on a good foot here, aren't we? Oh Fuck. But your words seriously. mean so much to me, truly. Whew, okay. It's beautiful how uh, <laughs> the internet allows us to every day make a bigger impact than we could the day before. And there's so many downsides, of course, with mm-hmm. social media and the internet. But I think um, the ability to reach people and and spread these truths is, is so important. And to know that it can affect even someone like you, who I respect and admire so oh much, gosh, is, no. is such an honor. <laughs> and, um, and it inspires me to, to keep going for sure. You're going to do amazing things. And I'm so excited to have your help with these stories today. Yes. I've never felt equipped to be able to even like touch on the (laughs) legal advice subreddit. 
So the fact you are a lawyer, yes. and this is not legal advice. Not, not, not legal just advice. an opinion. Don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all the liability out there. But uh, I'm really excited to hear your takes on these. Yes, let's get into okay, it. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, starting off first, just hitting you just hard with a whammy. So it's titled, Is it illegal to hit a child that is not yours that is biting you? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So this happened a day ago, and we are still freaking out about it. My wife and I was on a small trip out of state when we stopped at a rest area. Everything was fine. I went to the restroom to hear my wife screaming. I ran out to see a three to four year old biting down on my wife's leg so hard blood was seen. Oh my God. That's like a little mutant baby. (laughs) (laughs) Just enough to break skin and bleeding, maybe a teaspoon. She was trying to pull him off, but was screaming as he was clamped down like a dog. So in my panic, I slapped him hard. Ooh. He let go with a scream and looked at me very dazed and ran off to the women's bathroom where we could hear a woman yelling, who hit you? (gasps) I will say we both freaked out and ran to the car and drove away as fast as we could. I took her to be treated and they said she will be okay. I know we probably should have not ran from the scene, but we have seen so many videos of people going crazy and just killing someone over a hurt child. Should we talk to the police to cover ourselves? My wife said he mostly was just walking around outside of the bathrooms and just walked over and bit down on her leg for no reason when she was on the phone. Wow. First of all, (laughs) what a scenario. Oh, my God. It's so funny because, like, I'm the type of person where I could not fight anyone, even if it was a five-year-old. Oh, I'll fight a kid. (laughs) I'll take him on. I would literally run in the other direction. I'm terrified of pain and injury. (laughs) Um, and it, when it comes to self-defense, like age is not like a bar, like just because they are a child, it doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that you can't have a valid self-defense claim. However, there, the standards that are required to prove self-defense boil down to reasonability. And so, of course, the fact will play into whether it was a reasonable amount of force given the circumstances. And I'm just thinking off the top of my head, there's probably other ways to have stopped the child than (laughs) slapping it, perhaps. I mean, just (laughs) lifting it from its torso, you know, and like moving it away. Like it's just not necessary. But also I can understand like instinctually, you're just like, oh my God, like you just want to, right. Um, (laughs) I can't believe this is a thing. I can't believe it either. I don't even know what I would do in that scenario. Um, But I think that there is some sort of argument that could be made, given how good potentially their lawyer is, to to claim that there was an imminent threat of harm, which is one of the elements for self-defense, and that um, a reasonable person would fear for injury or death. Mm -hmm. Obviously not death here. And I don't know if like a bite is that serious of injury. So it's a little bit tricky. This one's a little bit tricky. Um, 
I mean, honesty, of course, is always the best policy. Yeah. So I can't imagine... I can't imagine them getting into too much trouble. <laughs> and I can't imagine anyone pressing charges because also there's your, yeah, I don't Child know. Child neglect? Like, what were you doing? Yeah, letting your exactly. Four -year That's what I'm thinking. Also, like, a rest area. Do you know how many people are Get traveling? abducted, yes. That. I'm like, this is, I think, honestly, I don't think the mom would right. go to the police for the fact that it's like. My thoughts exactly. Could come back and bite her in the ass. Bite her in the leg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> By a three-year-old. <laughs> but oh it is God. it is crazy that he bit so hard that there was blood like that. Because right. I've like bitten my brothers. Like not, I mean, not recently. But like I've bitten them pretty hard in the past. And I don't remember there being blood. I also wonder like what the motivation was to bite the leg. Like and, and how long. <laughs> Hunger. <laughs> it's giving vampire diaries. Um, <laughs> but. Because I just can't imagine the first bite being the one to draw blood. It has to... How much teeth could a three or four-year-old have? I They're feel like sharp. it would take... <laughs> I mean, it could be like puppy teeth. I haven't felt any five-year-old's teeth lately, but like puppy <gasps> puppy teeth are just terrible. So maybe right, right. little kid teeth are, yeah. are worse. Because the only other instance I can think of is like I had an OT teacher in um, grad school tell me she's like yeah god when your kids are like when they start getting those teeth and they're still breastfeeding and they bite your nipple oh there is no pain Oof. no pain like that bite man other than probably giving birth yeah yeah that, that <laughs> definitely competes yeah yeah don't hit kids you guys no <laughs> that's I think the moral of the story I probably would have done the same thing though really yeah yeah. Top uh, top comment on this one is you're fine. Do not go to the police. You should keep pics slash medical right. records in the extremely unlikely event that mm -hmm. this comes up in the future. The slap is very likely reasonable, especially as it was preceded by other failed efforts. Okay. I, I wasn't aware of the failed efforts, but that makes sense for yeah. sure. I just want to know like how hard he hit him. Like he says, right. he says hard, like all caps, hard. And enough for the mom to realize after the fact that the kid got hit. So, like, maybe there was, like, a handprint or something. I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm just picturing those videos of people going up to the punching bags at bars. Right. Like, I'm just like, did he, like, did he try to smoke the kid out like that? Or was it just, like, I don't. I can't imagine knuckles were involved. Yeah. When, I, when I think slap, I think open hand. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's just so aggressive, I feel like, to use knuckles on a ch child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, well, hopefully uh, the kid learned a lesson yeah. and doesn't bite other strangers at right. rest areas ever again. And hopefully the mom learned her lesson, too, to not leave your mm -hmm. child unattended. Neglectful. I wonder if the kid bites her legs, too. Who knows? I, w I have a lot of questions yeah, here. same. I want to know whose child this is. Mm -hmm. Okay, up next. <laughs> this one happened in Wyoming. I don't know if that's going to help you at all. Contextualizes a little. Yeah, yeah, give you an idea. Roommate exposed us to toxic radon gas. Whoa. What can I do legally? Mm -hmm. I, I need more information, but <laughs> I mean, my first question is, was it for a reason? Was it intentional? Was it to got, cause harm? I was got it, all the info. Oh, girl, I'm ready. We got this. I, 26 female, live in a two-bedroom apartment with my 19 male roommate. My roommate has a collection of clocks and old electronics he keeps in a case in his bedroom. I received my radon detector from a friend three days ago. He had a high radon level, 5 PCI per L, 
mm-hmm. in his house, but got it mitigated. And now it's down to one PCI slash L and wanted to give it to me as he didn't need it anymore. I turn it on and after the warm up period, see that it's reading 224 PCI slash L, not 2.24 in the main room. Whoa. I move it to my bedroom close to his and it's maxing out at over 500 PCI slash L in my bedroom. My apartment lobby reads around 3.5 PCI slash L. I did some research and the radium clocks do emit radon, but not nearly enough to cause that big of a spike Hmm. in radon levels. I question him when he gets back from work and he panics a bit (gasps) and tells me that he has around 13.5 millicuries of radium. Bro. He shows me the cabinet and there's a vial of radium paint, a lot of shavings in glass jars, lots and lots of clocks and gauges, what he calls, quote, Soviet radium scales, old U.S. Army radium discs, and other items with radium. It's obvious how the apartment was contaminated, and I worry the radon is leaching into the rest of the apartments. He's been here and had his collection for over a year. Levels this high are basically unheard of and can cause cancer with ease. Mm -hmm. So I'm worried I might lose my life over this. Obviously, this isn't my landlord's fault. It's the roommate's. So what do I even do here? Does something like this break the lease and get my roommate and all of his radium kicked out? Can I sue him if I get lung cancer out of this? What's my next step? Okay, number one is you don't want to live there anymore. Done. Like, of course you can um, get your your lease broken and you won't have to you know pay any penalty or anything like that. But the goal is not to get him evicted. The goal is to get the fuck can I get out of there. You can get, get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there. And you should have gotten the fuck out of there as soon as you saw the clocks. That was red flag number one. I would never like, and I don't want to blame her, but like, holy fuck. Like, I'm. Where did you find the roommate? It's, that's my first question. Oh. And. And I just out of necessity, exactly. I get you have to live with some sure, strange people. Sure, I've been in that situation. Yeah. But fuck, this is the worst roommate situation I've ever heard. It's giving serial killer. It's giving, I don't even, it's it's bad. This is not good. Um, I, I definitely think there's a, there's a term for this. Um, it's not coming to me, but I definitely had to study for it for the bar exam. But yes, no, I, I think that there's absolutely enough... Um, grounds to sue, especially given the amount of danger that this girl was exposed to and so negligently. I mean, recklessly, truly. And the fact that he like freaked out when she asked about it, the fact that it was never disclosed in the first place. Yeah. It's it's so bad. It's so bad. And I feel for her. And I wonder how long she was exposed without knowing it. Um, I would definitely say that it would be a good investment of like there's a lot a lot of people ask the question like can I sue if x y or z and the answer is always going to be yes you can sue for literally anything Anything. under the sun the question is whether it will be worth it to pursue legal action given the circumstances and here given that like this is something that could affect her you know, health for the rest of her life. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a no brainer. This guy needs to be, he needs to pay up. I just like the fact that just from having a random roommate, she could get lung cancer. So sad. Like that is absolutely terrifying. I would be, I'd be soon as ass for sure. And like, 
you know, you could wait and see if you develop cancer, but like it could, it could happen 20 years from now. Right, and like statute, right, right. you have statute yeah, of limitations. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Especially civilly, right? Yeah. Like I mean, the, any, it, it depends. Anything. Every, everything has like a, a different set of uh, statute of limitations. But here, I think, yeah, the sooner the better. Document as much as you can and go after this crazy guy oh my god i would be getting a hotel room immediately I, w- I, I i i don't know why it's even a question about evicting this guy like get out now i know get out yesterday oh well and so th- there's a bunch of amazing yeah supportive comments I would love to hear. uh the top comment goes he said millicuries not microcuries question mark are you sure if it was millicuries you need to stay far away from that cabinet if it's not lined with lead including whatever is the opposite side of the wall. At that point, you're looking at a significant source of gamma radiation on top of the radon hazard. Does he have a Geiger counter? You need to report this stuff now. That's an absurd amount of radium to have lying around. Which, I get collecting shit. Where where is he getting it? Probably fucking eBay. Probably the the dark... Web. Soviet shit? Yeah, I could see the dark web for the Soviet stuff. Like, that's kind of... That seems like it would be a hard find. She must have found this person on Craigslist or something. Must, yeah. Or like a Facebook roommate yeah, group. Yeah. I'm just Googling Soviet clock on eBay just to see if <laughs> it's like see, a yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, vintage USSR Soviet striking board clock. They're not too expensive either. 145. I mean, oh, for, wow. I mean, they're kind of cute, but. Stop right now. It's like very mid-century modern for me. Okay. I kind of like them. But In I a certain context. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't collect something that is no. so like adverse to my health. Like I wouldn't and I get it's not worth it. No. And you know, you can imagine all the what ifs. Maybe he's neurodivergent. Maybe he sure, just doesn't sure. understand the ramifications of this. Maybe yeah. there's something else going on here. But to subject yourself to that, right. Fine. Right. That's right. your personal choice. But to subject a random roommate, yeah. That's no. So wrong. Also, he's living in close quarters with this. Is like when he's, we need someone, we need like a radon person for this. Right. But, but like if he's outside just like walking around mm-hmm. in the general public. Could he be spreading? Yeah. To yeah. babies. To little babies. Like people who. Elderly people. Exactly. Immunocompromised. Like. Ugh. That's so wild. It just made me a little bit paranoid. Like something else I have to worry I about. I know. You got to worry about asbestos. Right. Tetanus. Oh, that one's bad. <laughs> rabies. Rabies. <laughs> Oh my god, I just watched a video on rabies and how fast it kills you and how messed up it is. It's every time I think of rabies, I think of foaming at the mouth. And yep. that's enough for me. Anthrax, Oof. cyanide. Oh my goodness. There's some terrible shit out there. Yeah. What's the one that a lot of uh wives used to poison their husbands with? Arsenic. Cyan? Oh. Arsenic. Yeah. yeah. I think that was in the Grinch song. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So OP does respond to that comment and goes, from my research, he'd be over 13.5 microcuries after his first 14 clocks, since it looks like each one of those is one microcurry. So I'd assume it's millicuries. Most of the items are in lead containers. He took them out to show me, which is how I know about the full collection. The clocks and gauges aren't, though. He does have a Geiger counter and told me the dose rate a foot from the cabinet is barely above background. Clearly, the lead and plastic bags aren't blocking out the mm-hmm. radon, though. Wild. 
so, so bad. And poor OP. There's like one comment here where someone goes, well, you can call the Wyoming Department of Environmental Quality and or the federal EPA and ask what to do. Be prepared to move out immediately as it's not far-fetched for your apartment to be declared a hazardous waste site. Yeah. You are not going to be held to your lease if this happens. Do not suggest to your roommate that he throw this stuff out in the trash. You can't even throw out old smoke detectors. Really? I guess. So the likelihood that he can safely throw this stuff out is zero. He certainly cannot do so legally. Mm -hmm. And so OP responds and goes, if the apartment is destroyed by the radiation, will I be in trouble or will he have to pay for all the damages? So it's like poor OP is just like. Going through it. Going through it. And I'm also even feeling for the landlord who has to find out about this. Like, who is he going to even be able to rent this unit out to? No. Or the whole building, I think, is, like, kind of fucked. Which. That's so irresponsible. It's insane. And, like, a lot of people have, I would say, like, maybe it's 50-50. I'm not sure. But, like, renter's insurance is a thing when you're renting. But no way in hell his renter's insurance policy is going to cover an apartment building. No. Or whatever facility this is. Yeah. No way. Um, and I'm just like thinking for what? Like, is it is it that like important? It's I so don't know. Very bizarre. He needs to find a abandoned warehouse he can rent or yeah. something. Yeah, go to like Joshua Tree or something. I don't know. Like go somewhere remote. Like wh- Wyoming. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of farmland there. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know if it would poison water sources. I don't know. This shit needs to be destroyed. It needs to, it needs in to an be shut down way. immediately. Immediately. <laughs> oh, okay. Moving on to the next one. <laughs> Let's do it. I just like, now I have a new fear. I'm like, who's living above me? Right. They are pretty crazy. Are they? They're just elephants. Really? All day, every day. Just, just fucking terrible. Yeah, they're having dance parties. All the time. Yeah. Well, I like really want to buy them all pairs of Crocs. Our, our Crocs, they, they don't make yeah. as much noise. Yeah, they're really squishy. And That's so true. I was like, maybe I can get them Crocs for Christmas or Hanukkah, Ramadan, whatever they celebrate. They'd be so confused. And they'd be just like, what the <laughs> fuck? They, they already don't like me. So we're just, I'm, well, I'm leaving soon anyways. There you go. Perfect. It's fine. Oh my gosh. So exciting. <sighs> I know. <laughs> but I just got a house, you guys. <laughs> Officially, officially on November second. That is so, so huge. Um, it's it's what Justin, my boyfriend, would call a teardown. Oh wow! But I think it has some charm. Okay, you'll see pictures soon. We're gonna do like yes. a home a home vlog and. Oh, I can't wait. We gotta go to bathroom because it's pink from the 1940s and it. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, the there's pink something tile. so special about that. I definitely. Yeah, there are some things I'm sure that you know can be renovated and and made new, but. Certain things they just have it's such a go. energy to them. I like the pink. You don't like? Mm, <laughs> I'll show you a picture. I'll show you a picture of this okay, bad let boy. Me see, let me see. <laughs> so this is when it was sold last in like oh, wow. 2010. It actually looks like really different. Okay. From the front. But that's the pink. That's the pink. I was thinking yeah. I was thinking a different pink. Yeah, no, it's like baby pink and baby blue trim. I was thinking tile. like some cool tiling, like something like very like old LA. No. All right. I it's I got, approve. It's gotta go. Yeah. It's gotta go. But I'll keep you all posted. Yes. Send send good vibes that there's all the vibes. Yeah. I already know there's termite damage. So it's oh, okay. it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. At least, at least, you don't it's have all we can radiation. afford in California. 
No. Beggars can't be choosers out here in LA. It's going to be so amazing. It's going to be good. I'm so excited. And yeah, there's no radon. We, there you go. I think we're good there. Oh there my God, I have to sneeze. Do it. It's just so painful when it's like there and not there. Mm. I know. It's very unsat. It's like it's like blue balls for the nose. Oh my God, that's the best way to put it. I've never heard someone describe <laughs> that as that sensation. And that's literally what I just experienced. True. It's it's being like cock blocked by <sighs> the atmosphere. It's there too. Like, let me have my satisfaction. I, know. I can't get no. Okay. Damn, it's still stuck. Oh my God. This is this has never happened in that's my entire a, that's life. That's a long one. It's insanity. Okay. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Another quick one for you. Okay. Priest broke confession seal and told husband I cheated. I cheated on my husband three years ago while traveling for work. It was a one-night stand, and we didn't exchange numbers or keep in contact. I don't even know his last name. Until last month, I've never told anyone about this event. At the time I cheated, I didn't really care because my marriage was rocky and I felt unappreciated. But my husband and I reconnected during quarantine, and I started to feel extremely guilty. Yeah. Last month, I thought I would try going to confession with my parish priest. He said I needed to tell my husband as a part of my penance. I wasn't really sure how to do that, so I've sat on it. Last weekend, I came home to my husband throwing all of my stuff out of the bedroom and trying to kick me out of the house. He knows everything. Apparently, the priest followed up to see if I'd told my husband— And when my husband said he didn't understand what the priest was talking about, he told my husband about the affair. My whole world is exploding because I thought confession was supposed to be private. Does the priest have any kind of liability or responsibility? I'm in Maryland. Damn. Okay, number one, kids, don't cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Make it easy on everyone here. Literally. This was something that was never discussed during law school, but my first thought is there's no obligation for the priest to keep it a secret unless there was some sort of contract. This is not like HIPAA. Exactly. There's no NDA here. There's no NDA. (laughs) Um, But that's kind of crazy that the priest would do that. Um, I. Bro, no one's going to tell him shit again. Yeah, exactly. You would think, I mean, in order to preserve like the religious um, sacredness of of that uh, practice, you would think you wouldn't violate that. But this priest has no chill. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think she's like she can't do anything. There's nothing there's nothing she could pursue legally that I'm aware of. but that is unfortunate really for everyone involved. Yeah. What a way to find out. 
that your what partner are, cheated. Right. I definitely think this would probably be like the typical way is going through text. That's typically how you find out. Right. But like to have your priest person you maybe look up to. It also makes me wonder like what happens if someone goes into confessional and says like I killed someone. And then oh, he's the- telling for sure. Yeah. Um, but honestly, some people look at cheating as worse than murder. Really? Religion. I have a would you rather. Oh. Would you rather find out that your partner cheated on you physically with no emotional connection, Mm -hmm. like did not care about the person, it was purely physical, or they never touched physically, but they're like texting, like, I love you, you're the light of my life, like a very intimate emotional relationship. I'll take physical any day of the week. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Like sex can just be sex. Exactly. But when That's you, what I'm saying. When you intermingle feelings. Oof. It's funny. Uh, there's like a big gender divide. Like when I, I've asked this question to a bunch of people and and guys, they would prefer emotional cheating over physical cheating. I'm like, y'all are so silly. I think there's a <laughs> lot you could unpack for sure with that. And I've seen some people who, you know, try to rationalize that argument. Yeah. And I've seen some people say it's because of the way that a lot of men view women mm. as more so mm, like mm-hmm. property. Yeah, no, that's fair. In a sense. Yeah. So it's like my vagina. <laughs> ah, and it's like, it's kind of the same argument that people will be like, well, you know, if a, if a key can open right. many locks, it's a master key. Yeah. But if a lock opens to many keys, like. Right. It's the, it's like the oldest, silliest comparison of my life. It's so bad. And I, I love, there's this girl that um, I just saw a TikTok of and it was a guy like asking her like, what's I your saw. body count? And she was like, fuck that. Yeah. If any guy asks you what your body count is, he's not ready for a woman and just like goes the fuck off. 1000%. And I love that. And she at the end, I think even goes like, if you consider a woman a lock or she, I think she said key, but like meant to say lock. Yeah. She was yeah. like, you are not mature enough for a woman. I 1000% agree. And I also... Yeah, she kept saying like, get fucked. That's what she she kept saying. But I I just love that. It's funny to me just because like sex is one of the most natural uh, experiences a human being could have. Like it's why we're here. Yeah. And I think of like other natural experiences that we have, like, I don't know, like going to the bathroom or like drinking water. (laughs) And it's like, who's going to count like how many times that you do something that is like natural. That's just bizarre to me. And then to place like value on it is so silly. Like, yeah. If a guy were to ask me, what's your body count immediately? It's a no, 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 I don't, you're not going to be added to it. So yeah, that's, that's what's important here. Right. Don't, don't worry about it. Cause you're not going to be another number. Yeah. Uh, And there's some like that were just not good or too small and I don't count them. So I don't know my true number. I'm saying I also kind of like forget as weird as that sounds. No, it doesn't sound weird. Like I tried. We my girlfriends tried to make like lists one night just to like just to see out of curiosity because I have I had one friend that literally had um, like a Google Sheets of like name, date, dick size. Like all this info. I guess it's like good, you know, opportunities to reminisce or whatever. Journ- I always promote journaling in every aspect. So go off. A lot of benefits for journaling. Yeah. Over a hundred actually. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for 
keeping track if you get pregnant, right, right, STDs, right. you know, whatever, teach their own. But mm-hmm. I, there was one I was like, oh, did I hook up with him or did right. we just make out? Right. Like you kind of forget. And that sounds weird. Like obviously no. that's not the case for everyone. But yeah, no, 1000%. And that's just, why it's silly. Yeah. Um, so a lot of comments on this. Okay. Uh, one of them is like quoting OP saying, does the priest have any kind of liability or responsibility? And they go, within the church, almost certainly. This kind of violation can lead to excommunication, okay. especially if it isn't the first time they've done so. Yeah. Outside of the church, probably not. The laws surrounding clergy privilege have more to do with compelling them to break confessional seals within the context of investigations uh, and the like. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I remember now um, clergy uh, privilege when we were learning about— um, just like the different types of privileges. And yeah, that that seems to be the case. And that was like my initial inkling. Like it, I can't imagine that being like acceptable within the church, but mm-hmm. legally it doesn't have a leg to stand on. I know. It's almost like because medical providers have the same privilege, especially therapists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's like even some therapists in like murder cases aren't necessarily – compelled to share everything right so it is interesting to consider that they might have a similar privilege right what was this dude doing (laughs) like why are you loyal to that man right there's probably more to the story sounds sounds like i get cheating is bad but this this sounds a little misogynistic that he told her that's i think a fair assumption because is he telling all Mm -hmm. the wives Mm -hmm. where their husbands come in probably not no but who are we to yeah Maybe I'm just guessing. Is. Yeah. Just a guess. It's a valid guess. Uh, next commenter goes, the priest probably cannot be sued for this. More importantly, it wouldn't be clear what you've sued for. Your losses here are more firmly based in your own actions than his disclosure of those actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Don't cheat. Don't tell a religious leader. Yeah. You do. I'm just, I'm, honesty's the best policy. <laughs> Truly. Also, it's just like so exhausting and uncomfy to lie personally. But there's some people who get off on it. Like some people like the thrill, I suppose. I can't. I literally like I I, I just get nervous. And like Justin, when we went on our trip, like I really wanted to stay at this one hotel in Iceland. And it was a lot. It's like the most I've ever spent on like a one night stay anywhere. But I was like, I haven't done any like, this is my first vacation since the podcast. I haven't really treated myself to anything. So I'm like, it's it's one night. I'm going to do it. I want the experience. And he asked me, like, how much it was. And I was like, <laughs> oh, we love a white lie. I was like, five, <laughs> I was like 500. And I cannot lie. Right. Like, when I lie, I just like, I, I can't. I can't. Same, same. And so I was just like, 500. And I just had this shit grin on my face. He goes, no, seriously. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> is that yeah <laughs> so i can't i would never be able to oh my goodness he, so yeah funny. it was not 500 i wish it was 500 but you got to see the northern lights so it was worth every penny oh my god it literally it was the bougie ass hotel at the blue lagoon Ooh. it was bucket list it's something yes. I, i've had on my bucket list since i was like 16 so yeah you know 1000 percent. it was it worth was, it. it was totally worth it, it was worth every penny that's you walk in, welcome champagne. Ooh. They check you in. You don't have a check-in counter. They check you in in like this beautiful, modern, Swedish-looking design wow. lobby with your champagne. What a dream. They unload your car. By the time you get to your room, your luggage is there. Okay. 
This sounds more worth it, as you oh, explained. Wear a bathrobe the entire time, Absolutely. even at dinner. You don't have to wear clothes. I love that. Yeah, I'm going back. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Literally, like I'm I, going with you. I'm saving yeah. one day. We'll do a girls trip. Yes, it'll yes. be good. We'll celebrating my citizenship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get that thing. We're going crazy. Yes, Let's world go. tour. 2023 down. down you just say where i'm like i got the travel bug again <laughs> okay i got the bug. yeah you've been traveling a lot just recently i was just like oh my god let me go yes. I'm just like i'm ready to go back to london for the holidays yes i love Christmas that markets. For you. you're gonna you're gonna have some good times just you wait i know i can't wait just you wait it'll be great <laughs> as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com podcast that's indeed.com podcast terms and conditions apply up next, an office lunch thief ate my spicy leftovers Uh-oh. and is accusing me of poisoning them. A coworker stole my spicy food, got sick, and is blaming me. We have a fridge at work. Up to this point, nothing I had in it was stolen. I'm quite new, and others have told me that this was a problem. Okay. My food is always really, really spicy. I just love it that way. Anyways, I was sitting at my desk when my coworker came running out having a hard time breathing. He then ran into the bathroom and started being sick. Turns out he ate my clearly labeled lunch. It also was in a cooler lunchbox to keep it cold from work to home as it's a long drive. There was nothing different about my lunch that day. In fact, it was just the leftovers from my dinner the night before. Fast forward a day, and my boss comes in asking if I tried to poison this person. Of course, I denied that I had done so. I even took out my current day's lunch and let my boss taste a bit. He was blown away by how spicy it was. This is so funny. Even though he only took a small bite. I then proceeded to eat several spoonfuls to prove I could eat it with no problem. He said not to worry and that it was clear to him that I didn't mean any harm. Yeah. My coworker shouldn't have been eating my food, etc., etc. I thought the issue was over. Uh-oh. A week later, I got called up to HR for an investigation claiming that I did, in fact, try to do harm to this person, and this investigation is still ongoing. What, oh, my God. <laughs> dramatic. What confuses me is there was nothing said about this guy trying to steal my lunch. When I brought it up, they said something along the lines of, quote, we cannot prove he stole anything. I am confused by this. I thought the proof would be clear. Right. My boss is on my side, but HR seems to be trying to string me up. Their behavior is quite aggressive. Even if my boss backs me up, they just ignore everything he says. As in, he would say, quote, that's clearly not the case. And the HR lady wouldn't even look in his direction and continued talking. So On weird. I feel strange. like the, uh, the lunch stealer is like fucking the HR person. 
<laughs> they have some sort of loyalty going on. On top of this, HR claims that it would be well within said coworkers' rights to try and sue me. The way it was said seemed to suggest that they suggested this to him as a course of action. Wow. How can someone be caught stealing my lunch and then turn around and say I was in the wrong? I don't understand it at all. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid I will lose my job over this. Is there any advice you can give me? Yeah. Well, I think, of course, this would come down to whether she had the intent to cause harm to the person that was stealing lunches. And it's very clear that she wasn't. This is something that she always does. She always has spicy food. Clearly, she proved that. There's no way that he could successfully be able to sue her for poisoning him because there's no context that supports the idea that she had knowledge, A, that he was consistently stealing the lunches. Maybe she had a little bit, but what's m the most important part is the fact that there was no change in the spiciness of her food. And no, it's just what they eat. Exactly. Like, it's literally just their normal food. Yeah. And um, I think if she were to get fired, it would be a very clear um, case for retaliation. Um, and she would be able to get, like, back pay, probably reinstatement. Mm -hmm. But... Who steals people's lunches is my question. Like, what if you're allergic to something? Also, that's just like so, I don't know. Like, it's just, where are your manners? Like, I don't know. If, maybe I was just raised. I like. I feel like you have to be a type of person that, like, yeah, sometimes I'll steal a little bit of my sister's lunch. But yeah. like a coworker? I, I wouldn't even be able to eat in peace knowing that I might get caught or that like. I'm more concerned about food poisoning. Right, exactly. Or like eating something like something can look like a cheeseburger <laughs> and be made of like dog meat. Right. You don't know. You have no idea. You don't know. It's a risky game to play. I think it also goes back to like kind of what we're talking about before where I just think there's some people who like get off on the thrill of doing what they're not supposed to do, I guess. Yeah. But I I, I would say that this innocent um, victim of lunch theft has nothing to worry about in regards to at least being sued by this mm -hmm. guy for, you know, having uh, any sort of injury from the, from the spicy lunch. As far as getting fired, yeah, if HR tries to do that, good luck to them. They're probably, the whole team's probably going down. We got an update. Okay. Oh my God. Ah! I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so the update goes, I ended up being fired by HR. Oh, wow. She's a ballsy lady. What the hell? As she said, there was enough of a case to get rid of me before the top boss came back. I consulted a lawyer who sent a letter to the company informing them that I was considering legal action. The letter contained the reasons for doing so and an account of what happened. One week later, I got a call from the guy who owns the company asking me to come back with an apology. Both the HR woman and the thief have been let go. Mm -hmm. He also gave me a very generous raise, I assume, Period. to gloss over everything. I accepted and am now back at work. Get your bag, sis. Mm -hmm. I love that. We love a happy ending. As much as I hate to go off on office talk, it seemed that the HR woman and the food thief may have been romantically involved. Yo, I am. I just. I have. Well, I have a sixth sense. <laughs> Psychic over there. 
They were seen a lot outside of work together, etc. So I assume it was her protecting him. Yeah. She may have even believed him and thought I was trying to frame him or something. Who knows? I doubt I will get an answer now. Right now, I'm working in the previous position with almost double my paycheck. So it's a great turnaround. The boss also opened more doors for me, offering different training courses that I'll be paid for. It's obviously to keep me happy and stop me from taking any legal action. But what more could I ask for? Something unreasonable happened, and it's been more than corrected. I'd have been happy with just having my job back. Yeah. I'd rather have not gone through the whole thing at all, though. I just hope I never have to experience this kind of thing again. I don't really have a support group, so Mm. was on the edge of losing my apartment, etc. Oh, wow. Anyways, thanks for the advice. I had nowhere to turn. Wow. I know. I was about to say, like, wow, everything happens for a reason. Like, how great that you get to go back to your job and get paid twice as much. I was surprised to hear her say if she could go back, she wouldn't. Like, she would have rather this never happened. Yeah. Because if it were me, I would be kind of stoked. I'd be pumped. Like, I'm not hurt in the process, but I can imagine the anxiety or whatever, yeah. not knowing, you know, where your income is going to come from. But for sure, or just feeling guilty that the company is now sure. paying you double. But honestly, oh, like, never that. You're just a lot of these companies, you're just a number. So, 1000%. And you deserve this. Like, a lawsuit would have been like a wrongful termination lawsuit. Oh, yeah. That could have been big. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. So, I actually I made a TikTok about how it is. Um, your federally protected right to discuss your salary with your coworkers. And so many people, you know, commented saying, well, you know, the HR said it's not allowed or it's in the manual. It's not allowed. And all of that is illegal. It doesn't matter. Like they can say whatever they want. And the reason why they do that is because they bank on people not knowing their Mm -hmm. rights because it's so much smaller of a cost to them to have to get like the complaints filed with the National Labor Relations Board Mm -hmm. because they just you know, do a slap on the wrist and will, you know, demand back pay and reinstatement pretty much versus paying everyone fairly. Like it's it, crazy. It's, it's a business decision. Ultimately. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes sense, but it's so sad. Like why not just live in a fair and just world, but capitalism. capitalism. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> I yeah. know it's crazy. I've, I've seen a lot about that and it's, it's, you know, when you break it down too, and it's like, okay, well, white, if you give white man, he, white men, like yeah. they're making a dollar. Yeah. And then if you go down like the ladder of yeah. like privilege, I guess, and you go to white woman, they're making 80 cents on yeah. the dollar. And then you go down even further, black male, yeah. black woman, Asian male, Asian woman. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's, it's so bad. It's like, it should be, here's the pay. That's what it is. And that's why I love, like, there's actually some states that are making it um, a law now that employers have to disclose yeah. the salary on the ad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, Colorado, I read about that. Colorado, right. I believe, was the first to really do it. And so that's amazing. But I think so too. Yeah. You see that? Like, I've got friends that were working at like um, a really popular payroll company. And like the guys would come in starting off making what they were making after being there for yeah. two years. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to discuss your salary with your coworkers, even though it's been like this taboo thing for so long because the businesses have like created that narrative. It's really not. And it's actually like one of the only ways that we can fight against wage inequality. And so many people were commenting saying like, I got a $16,000 raise, $18,000 raise, like tons of people. Like it was, it was really, it was really cool to see, um, 
like the tangible outcome of spreading that kind of information. That's really cool. Which is part of the reason why I love TikTok, just like democratizing information that's like gatekept from a lot of, mm-hmm. um, you know, underrepresented communities. And I just love that. Oh my God. I, there you go. Using your platform for good again. <laughs> yes. You're like a little superhero. <laughs> I love well, this. I, I got a, um, Incred- Incredibles costume for Halloween and it didn't fit. I actually want to be Shigo. From Kim Possible. I feel like that oh, would be so hot. I could see that. Right? Even though it. she is a villain. But I feel like people she has a good heart. Yeah, they've come to terms with her. Yeah. She's, and she is a bad bitch. So that's what matters to me. She is something else. <laughs> I, oh my God, I miss Kim Possible. Ron and the little All naked of the shows rat. from that time. Even Stevens, Phil of the Future. It's so good. That's so Raven. Ugh. Lizzie McGuire. Hannah Montana yeah. was like kind of on my way out. I love that. Dude, Miley Cyrus's voice has really developed over the years. Mm -hmm. She is a force. I'm such a stan. All of her covers. She's been doing a lot Mm -hmm. of covers of like old Mm -hmm. rock songs. Just insane. Fade Into You, she did for her NPR Tiny Desk concert. Oh my God, I've watched it so many times. It's like moving. It's so good. You have to watch it. I need to watch that. I saw... um, I saw T-Pain's oh, yeah. Tiny Desk concert. Iconic. So good. And a lot of people were like, wait, T-Pain can sing? Yeah. He's so talented. He's so talented. It's like he created auto-tune and then mm-hmm. Usher just gave him massive <laughs> depression over it. It was just so sad. Yeah. Usher had a good um, Tiny Desk concert too, but T-Pain to, was definitely like yeah. a moment. I need to watch all these. Yes. Um, the top comment on this one is the amount of food stealers at workplaces is ridiculous to read, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, unfathomable for an adult professional who makes a living wage to do. And yet that's who does it in all of these stories. Grounds for an immediate firing, in my opinion, speaks to a serious character deficit. Yeah. And so I was trying to find this story because I remember reading it a long time ago. And there was another one I found where it was the same story. Um, Someone was like, am I the asshole for not labeling my spicy food? And no. so they're responsible for stealing. Literally, yeah. same same thing. And so they got in trouble with HR and they were like, um, your coworker got mixed up and accidentally grabbed your Tupperware and now you're in trouble for, you know, not labeling it, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, or whoever, you know, OP was like, um, well, can you show me their Tupperware? Right, right. So like, I just want to see how they got confused because my Tupperware is very distinct mm-hmm. and it was like labeled with my name I or whatever it was. Person, yeah. And so HR comes back and goes, well, actually the person didn't have a lunch that day. They just got confused. Sounds like this HR person is also fucking the stealer. Yep. And so <laughs> then OP flipped it on the HR person and was like, okay, well, I now want to report that person for stealing my lunch. Yeah. And the HR lady was like, uh, 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 I guess just like super baffled. So interesting. So What's is, with the defending of the thieves? Not okay. Sex. <laughs> this is why you don't. This is why you don't fraternize I with guess, coworkers. I guess thieves really like put it down to the bedroom <laughs> or something. Something's going on here. <laughs> something is going on. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Up next, my fiancé may die. His sister wants half of our house if he passes. My fiancé was in a car accident about a week ago. He has a 50-50 chance of surviving, though things have started to look up. His sister is also his birth mother. She got pregnant at 13 and his grandparents adopted him. So legally, she is his sister. Whoa. She has never had any involvement in his life. His adoptive parents died three years ago. My fiancé and I have two children together and own a house. We have been together since we were 13 and are getting married this October. Our house is nearly paid off, and I can't afford to pay half of the house equity to her by myself. I have no idea what to do or if she even has a stake in the house. He is 23 and does not have a will. He also has a life insurance policy that she wants half of. I can't get a lawyer to talk to me without coming in for a $600 plus consult. Yeah. I'm hoping someone can give me some kind of direction so I can stop worrying about my children and I becoming homeless and focus on my fiance. This is in Ohio. Thank you. Damn, that's so tough. And that was like a crazy wills and estates question I would get like on an exam. Um, I feel like I had to <laughs> they like would put this. Yeah. What oh the yeah. Fuck? I mean, even weirder to test like your knowledge of. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's so wild, and you have to like write a whole essay about it. But thank um, God I've never had to take a bar. Oh my gosh. Two days, eight hours each day. I mean, it's so crazy. It's so unnecessary. Anyway. Um, The answer to this was just like, it depends. Um, I can't remember if Ohio is a community property state or not, but that is like the first question is whether it's a community property state. And what that means is basically if you're in a community property state, it means that everything that you purchase while you're married is um, considered uh, like dual, like you have dual ownership, Mm -hmm. but anything that you acquired out of your marriage is separate property. Um, the other question is, did they say they were married? Cause that engaged, engaged. So yeah. this, this post is old. We do have updates, oh, okay. which I love, but, um, it was actually from six years ago, Oh wow! but it was, I don't know what month it came from, uh, because it doesn't tell me, but, um, I would assume like if it was six years ago, yeah. like the wedding was supposed to be in October, we're in October. So yeah. But engaged. There's also like um, the concept of like the omitted spouse. Like mm-hmm. even if they were married and the um, the decedent, the person who, let's say, if they passed away, uh, didn't include them in their will. The if I believe if you're in a community property state, um, automatically the law will treat uh, you as if you were in the will because you were in the spouse. I hope I'm saying that correctly, but yeah, I think it just depends on a lot of things. I don't specialize in wills and trusts. I have a lot of friends who do and they're great. So I don't think I can give like a substantive yeah. answer, but I'm very curious to hear what happened. The update. Yeah. Well, my question too, when I, when I read this one, 
um, like the fact that they have children together right, too. Right, right, right. So it's like his sister. That's a whole trip. Like sister, mom. I don't know what the appropriate like <laughs> term is because yeah, like I don't know like because of the fact he was legally adopted. Right, that's right. his sister now. Like it, I don't think it automatically reverts back to mom because of the fact that his adoptive parents no, died. Like that's true. It's such a mind fuck. So like it is. I, when you think about property. My, like, in just, like, a non-lawyer, mm-hmm. normal brain. Yeah. Like, normal person brain. Genius brain. Yeah, like, <laughs> no. Yes. But it would, you would assume, like, okay, someone dies, they're unmarried, it would go to their, their yeah. children. Yeah. And even though their children aren't, you know, old enough necessarily to make decisions regarding that inheritance, like, their mother is still alive, so their mother would be given kind of, like, a guardianship kind of or like conservator of yeah, the estate so, or something yeah if the if the mom is still alive then um the way that i remember it is it goes to the, it doesn't go to the children and it's up to the mom to like distribute it to the children okay. i believe and um but if if the mom were to also have died then it's split equally among mm-hmm. the kids also it depends on the type of state like i remember there's like three different types of states and there's different laws that apply for yeah. each one but um and then there's also the case of like if there was a will and someone specifically wrote who they don't want it to go to or yeah. specifically who they do want so it's very tricky it's like a really really tricky part of the law mm-hmm. wills and trusts and estates it's um it's like when you have to solve those types of problems it literally looks like math like you have to draw these like oh family charts it's and then like it's and it's you actually nightmare. have to do math which is like why I went to law school is that I so I didn't have to do math but I'm so bad at it yeah we have Why like, in a world of calculators? I don't get it. I mean, the higher level stuff, I like theor- theoretical math and stuff, I can see. But like anything I can do on a calculator, I just feel like it's going to be obsolete. It's just, I just. Or AI even. You just plug in like a form and then it does everything for you. The world is changing. I know. There's so much technology. I barely know how to use it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm turning into like my mom or my grandma so where I'm like. I had to have like someone show me how to install a font on my computer recently. It was just like, oh my God, yeah. like, what is happening here? <laughs> um, just craziness. But yeah, I agree. Like math, math is dumb. Everyone on the show, we have like a running joke that we're, we're mathletes here because we're like so bad at it. Wow. I love that. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is crazy. So OP does put an edit. I'm going to ask the mods to lock this post. All of my legal questions have been answered. I really appreciate everyone who took the time to respond. I'm going to contact a lawyer in the morning to discuss this in greater detail. Top comment uh, goes, if you are the beneficiary on the life insurance policy, you owe her nothing. Mm. Which I think, like, one, I love wills. I love prenups. Sure. I also, you know, think, like, if you're engaged to someone but you're not married yet or your wedding is two years away— I really, really recommend filling out like yeah. a medical decision making form for sure. as well. Because holy shit, the horror stories I've seen yeah. from stuff like this exact situation. Yeah. Engaged, not married, life threatening accident. Yeah. And family comes in and yeah. makes decisions that that person wouldn't have even wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of the will is to bring out the person's intent. Exactly. Yeah. And I've seen some so bad where. The woman's fiance's mom barred her from coming to the hospital Yo. because she didn't like her. 
And she was like, this is ridiculous. We're engaged. Our wedding is a month away. And my future mother-in-law is right, keeping me right. out of the hospital. My partner would want not want right. this. It's devastating. Would not want this. Yeah. So it's just, this stuff just really... No, it's off. it's definitely like one of the craziest parts of the law for that reason mm -hmm. is because like greed gets involved and and people just do the craziest things. Yeah. It's so it's so sad to like see the worst parts of people brought out, um, especially during a time like that should be devoted to like grief to have to sort out like these monetary uh, details. It's like so... Um, morbid yeah and just like tacky yes <laughs> I, it's always crazy that like people's first thing is like where's everything going what, right. happen what happens to the money like who do you leave what to it's like really can you not just yeah. like sit in the fact that that person is gone right, right. it's like, so wild maybe it sets in later for for people mm -hmm, that act like that mm -hmm. but Fuck. <laughs> so post is still up, which is great. Um, there's a lot of questions. People are like, is the house in both of your names or just his? Yeah. OP responds, both of our names. Um, there's so, so many comments from wow. OP. So if you guys really want to go through this, I will make sure to put the link on the YouTube. And if I don't, don't yell at me. Just a kind, don't yell at her. A kind, I'm her lawyer. Kind reminder. <laughs> um, so someone gives an amazing detailed response, basically being like, um, you're not married. Is he on the birth certificate of the children? Generally, children have precedence over parents for inheritance. The Ohio state rules are, and I mean, there's like mm -hmm. bullet points, bullet points, bullet mm -hmm. points. And then OP just responds, our children are two and one. Wow. Does this basically mean my children and I can continue to live in our home? Or is there some kind of legal process that has to take place for half the equity? I really appreciate your help. Um, so there's just a lot of comments. I'm just trying to scan and make yeah. sure there's nothing. You're doing that. a great job. Yeah. <laughs> People asking about the situation with the mom, uh, basically being like the birth father was 14 at the time when the mom was 13. They continued dating and had another baby less than a year later. Wow. Wow, wow, wow on that. <laughs> wow, wow, wow is right. Just, wow. It's messy. Oh, fuck. This one's bad. <sighs> Um, so someone asks, are you the one that is making medical decisions for him right now? Or is that her? That's also something to consider if she's trying to get his money. I would make the people caring for him, nurses, doctors, aware that this is her focus right now and maybe ask for social work to get involved. They can advise you on what to do next. They can also kick her out of the hospital. OP goes, I'm the one making medical decisions for him. My best friend was his nurse in the ER. She's been my best friend for 15 years and knows everything about him. So I was just kind of the assumed person making decisions. No one on his new floor has seemed to question it, though that does make me concerned that she has preference over me. I'm afraid to bring it up to his current doctors slash nurses. I'm going to talk to my friend and see what she thinks I do. Wow. But then the comment after that, uh -oh. I just saw something about a DNR. Oh, wow. Which is like... Oh, the comments were deleted. Oh, no. I know. So there's something. I don't have the preceding comments because they were deleted. Yeah, the moderator removed it. But the comment from her was essentially being like, can I override a DNR that she placed? Which is really, really scary to like think yeah. you you don't have control right. at all. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This okay. Is a really tough situation. Terrible. 
So and it's and she mentioned that she didn't want to like spend money um hiring a lawyer. Yeah. There's 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 um, you know, low income programs that are available. I would definitely like I mean, I know this is past, but maybe if this resonates with anyone in the mm-hmm. audience. Um there's there's always options and I just really don't believe that the cost of a lawyer should ever come in the way of someone having adequate representation, especially like in a world where Ugh. you like they specifically make this stuff complicated on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It, it's not meant for like a lay person to try to figure out. And um and so yeah, everyone should should have that proper representation and, and money should not be an impediment. No. For the update. Okay. My post got a decent amount of attention. I thought I would get an update to everyone as I still get really sweet messages from people wishing me well, praying for me and my family. My fiance, now husband, did pull through. Yay! He's currently in our backyard setting up a tent to camp out with our two and three-year-old boys. He was in a coma for over a month and the doctors were pretty sure he would never wake up. Wow. His recovery was slow and he still goes to physical therapy four times a week, but he is pretty much back to normal now and we couldn't be happier. Although it was a horrible thing to go through, it changed both of us for the better. You don't realize how much the small things matter until they're about to be taken from you. Yeah. He was appalled by his sister's actions. Sister mom. Mm -hmm. When I finally discussed it with him, we recently both made wills and made sure there Mm. is no chance sister-in-law or brother-in-law will get any money if both of us were to pass or god forbid our children too we also chose godparents for our children and we are expecting a baby girl in 2018 oh my goodness i really appreciate all your sweet thoughtful messages i was sent they definitely made me feel better on bad days no people were praying for him and so people just were like oh my god give us all the info yeah and um hopefully this comment i'm about to click on is still there (laughs) it is yay um so lots of questions. Someone goes, what did the lawyer you called the next day of your post tell you? How did your husband's sister react when he woke up? Was she a problem for him through his recovery? And OP goes, I actually used a lawyer that PM'd me on Reddit. Wow. I love that. I know. I love the internet. Power of Reddit, baby. <laughs> yes. He offered his services free of charge. And ironically, yes. he only lived one town over. Wow. He was wonderful. He pretty much told me what everyone on the original thread told me. He went over our deed, life insurance, etc. He discovered there were some holes that sister mom's lawyer could exploit, but wanted to wait to see what would happen with my husband before we really began to worry. Sister mom. (laughs) Sister mom gets me. (laughs) She left a few days after I made the original post and did not return to visit even after he had woken up. She did sign a DNR. There was nothing I could do. But thank God my husband didn't need it. Yeah. She did try to have us cover her legal costs. Wow. She's still threatening us with small claims court, but that is still ongoing. We really don't hear much from her. I forgot to add, we really don't hear much from her because she's currently in jail on oh. possessive on possession charges. Stop. She was arrested in May and will get out in December. I wonder what she was possessing. Who I'm going to say drugs for her yeah, erratic. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just curious which kind. Meth. <laughs> erratic behavior yeah very erratic behavior and very like desperado desperado behavior which kind of aligns with 
Oh, just I don't know. Crazy. I don't want to generalize. But yeah, no, that's so unfortunate. I'm so happy he pulled through. No. And people ask all about that. They're like that too. They're like, um, basically being like, how did you wake up? Right. Like, I just read these posts. I'm smiling for you right Aww. now. Congrats on coming out of your valley. If you can, are you willing to talk about what you experienced when right. your now husband woke up? Was it just straight up tears, happiness? It must be amazing. Right. And so Opie goes, sure. It wasn't like the movies where someone in a coma just suddenly opens their eyes and asks what happened, mm. which is what I was expecting for some reason. <laughs> it was very slow. I was sitting next to him eating and started choking. After a coughing fit, I grabbed his hand again, and he squeezed it softly twice in a row. Oh, shit. I knew that was his way of asking if I was okay, oh. and I started bawling because it had been so long. I started to fear he would never wake up. Oh, my god! Then over the next several days, he very slowly started making improvements and came out of it. Wow. Insane. That is so special. So crazy. Um, there is another thing where someone was like asking like if the sister mom actually had a lawyer right. and like what did she say? Yeah. And OP goes, she actually did have a lawyer. We received several threatening letters, one even trying to tell me I had 30 days to move out after my husband's death. Yeah. My lawyer laughed. Yeah. There there are really bad lawyers out there who will shoot their shot and it's like I, I've actually I've experienced it firsthand. It's, you know, you never, you never know. People are willing to make frivolous claims. You're not supposed to, but it happens. That is nuts. Yeah. Like that guy should be <laughs> evaluated by yeah. the bar in that state. <laughs> I agree. I've seen some suits. The bar comes after people. Yeah. No, it does. It like, does. Get them. Oh my gosh. Like just messed up. But I'm I'm so happy. I'm so so thankful that his medical progression like went the way it did because imagine the fact that the mom sister yeah. sis, I'm it's more sister in my head like right, right, right. sister mom like yeah. fucking terrible 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 yeah. fucking human. But the fact that like he could have very easily had a cardiac arrest. Yeah. And depending on what, you know, DNR she signed, you know, there's varying levels of that where you can even say you don't want basic CPR. Yeah. Like if they're going, they're going. Not even, no attempt at CPR. It's such a wild concept. Like having <sighs> your agency belong to someone else. It's so weird. I would have gone crazy. Yeah. If this were me and like, I look at my partner now, Justin, like yeah, we've been together four years. We're getting a house together. We're like planning for a future together. And if something happened and like, Right. His mom. Yeah. Or like if he's an only child, so I can't use siblings. Yeah. But if his mom came in and was like, no, Justin is being pulled off life support, which she would never do. So right. we're, right. we're good there. But it's like just to not be like, no, that's my partner. We are planning this life together. How can you? Yeah. Someone who doesn't really like in this case, Justin has a good relationship with his mom. Sure. But like in this case, someone who doesn't have a relationship with yeah. him. What? Yeah, you would think there Next would be to, like, systems in place to account for that. Well, and that's where I think, like, again, medical decision-making forms, yeah. like your, you know, yes, your, yes. what you determine for your health, like, you need to fill out before something happens. Yeah. Because oftentimes these conversations are had already in the hospital when something does happen. 100%. And, like, people at local hospitals are, like, very happy, especially if it's your local hospital and you know you're probably going to seek care there 
they're happy to fill those forms out with you ahead of time. Yeah, no, 1000%. And it's not hard either. It's more so like, I think the difficulty is the the effort it requires to make the decisions as opposed to just like doing it. And that's something that plagues me for like a lot of things in my life where it's like, it's easy to do, but I just like don't want to deal with the energy required to make the decision. Yeah. I've really thought about it too. Really? Well, especially now I'm like, he was in a coma for a month. And like, I always thought like, oh, if I don't come back after a month, like, "Ah." but now I'm kind of like, well, you guys better... This is my thing right here. Yeah. People, Evidence. please leave me plugged in yes. for at least a year. Okay. I think a year is fair. Like brains can heal and yeah. shit can happen with neuroplasticity. So I would love to see like just like a chart like made by like the scientific mm-hmm. community about when people wake up from exactly comas. and and what your percentage is of like retaining your brain health and just health overall. Hmm. Average coma duration is two to four weeks. Interesting. Well, it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. But a, a year. Like, okay. I know I'm going to atrophy. Yeah. I'm going to look like a piece of, of poop. Yeah. Make sure that You're if too I valuable, have... Too valuable. Yeah. yeah. Like, make sure if I have a stroke, get OT in there right away. Mm-hmm. Do not wait. Mm-mm. I do not want any spasticity. I want range of motion from yes. the start. Yes. And if OT, you know, I don't qualify because it's not functional OT, you can still come in and give me my initial evaluation and teach my family (laughs) how to do range of motion. Thank you. Period. I am a OT as well. I don't know. I haven't told you that. What do you mean? Uh, so before the podcast, I actually went to grad school and I have a doctorate in occupational therapy. Oh my god! So that's why I'm like the medical stuff. I'm like, wow, I had no idea. That is so impressive. (laughs) Go off, queen. No, I got like <laughs> it's kind of interesting. We have like a a similar little path yes. where it's like we both have our graduate degrees yeah. and like this like other the formal education. Yeah. but then like create we out here creators we, now. What crazy. the fuck? It never could have anticipated it either. It still feels surreal. And and who's to know what we'll be doing five years from now? Everything you just can't predict. No, there's a lot you can't. That's why I try not to like plan too far out ahead because. Especially with the rate that technology is oh God, yeah. moving as well. It's just, it's better to just focus on your systems right mm-hmm. now and everything else is just a byproduct. But. I know. I was talking to someone about that too and I was like, TikTok could be deleted tomorrow. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't but know. what's really nice and what's a huge privilege is that if it were to, to be deleted tomorrow, we have our, you know, yeah. formal education to fall back on. Exactly. Um, and that is amazing. But... Um, but yeah, everything, even going back to like this will stuff, nothing's guaranteed. No, not a single thing in this life is mm-hmm. guaranteed. So live it up, baby girls. Yeah. And get your wills written. Yes. People. If you are with someone and you have children, especially, please make sure you have wills in yeah. place. Like don't let your family ever yeah. fuck with your vulnerable kids. Yeah. Okay. I just Great got message. heated. Yeah. I'm just like oh, feisty about this. Prenups and wills, I'm just like a big plugger of. It's crazy to think there's probably going to be a bunch of people after listening this, listening to this who are going to get wills. I hope so. That's so powerful. I hope so. Beautiful. Do you have any advice on wills? Like if like like a good way to go about it? Is it like can you download a form and just have like a notary sign it and witnesses or like how do you know how to do it? State in the interest state? of in the interest of no legal <laughs> advice, I just don't want to say the wrong thing. 
but look up state laws. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> legal aid, legal aid yes. in your area yes. if you if you cannot afford it. Yes. Yeah. No, it's tough because it's so hard too because there's something that really trips me up, especially when we talk about like gun laws in this country. There's state laws and then federal laws. So like yeah. a, an assault rifle can be legal in Texas, yeah. but it's illegal federally. And it's just like it's so wild. It's it's really fucks me up. Yeah. It really fucks me up. That's like we could talk about that for a long time, but I know. It's um I mean there's there's use for it in some instances, but it's it can definitely be confusing. Yeah. And contradictory and illogical sometimes. Yeah. But. Okay. Moving away from the legal drama okay. into my neck of the woods. That yes, I'm ready. Just just craziness. <laughs> So this one is from Am I the Asshole, and it's titled, Am I the Asshole for Opening My Husband's Safe with a Crowbar to Get Money for an Emergency? I, female 31, am a stay-at-home mom with two kids. My husband dedicates most of his salary towards the kids and household, but has a safe that he puts money in on a regular basis. I didn't make a fuss over it because he said that it saved money for an emergency. I asked for the password countless times, but he refused to give it to me and said that in case of an emergency, all I needed to do was inform him. He went on a two-day business trip. Our son got sick and I had to take him to the hospital. The problem is he needed medicine, but I didn't have any money except what was in the safe. I called my husband, but he didn't respond. I texted him explaining the situation, but he refused to cut his trip short and come home. I asked how I was supposed to get money for medication. He suggested I either A, wait for him to get home, or B, borrow money from the neighbors. Oh. I, <laughs> I just had it. I hung up and went to the garage to grab a crowbar, then took it to the safe and opened it. I took the money I needed, which was about $60, and went to the pharmacy store to get the medication. My husband came home a bit earlier, and when he saw what I'd done to the safe, he flipped out and started freaking out at me. Hmm. I said I had no choice at all his suggestions were unreasonable yeah. and illogical for me to even consider. He yelled, saying I breached his trust and his boundaries and should have never touched the safe, much less use a crowbar on it. We had a big argument, and he kept saying that I had no respect for him, his income, or his instructions. Okay. Then he completely refused to speak to me and is threatening to move the safe since he no longer trusts me around it. Was I in the wrong for the steps I took? Should I have tried another alternative? And uh, there is another bullet point, which I might as well just read. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any credit cards because he's the one that normally has them since they're in his name. I don't have a bank account to be able to own a credit card. Okay, well, first and foremost, he's the asshole for not, like, providing an easier solution or, like, coming home. Like, clearly, this is something that requires attention and for him to treat it like it's something that wasn't important like it was definitely asshole behavior of course like a crowbar is aggressive <laughs> um powerful little yeah little gal though. yeah right like holy shit um you know to to be totally like unbiased yeah like boundaries are important like people have their preferences and even you know in a state of um necessity like those boundaries are important but on balance I'm definitely siding with the woman like yeah like <laughs> like it's not 
Like why? Like my que- my first question is what else was in the safe? And it seems like it was just money. So why is it such a fucking big deal? Yeah. Like if there were certain things, maybe he didn't want her to see like a, or a private journal, like maybe. Right. But like if it's just money, what the fuck? I didn't read this one. I picked it solely off the title. It was posted a day ago. So this one's like very fresh and is still like really popping off right now. Mm-hmm. But let me just say, holy fucking shit. This lady needs to run. Yeah. And I know like I know people are gonna be like, she doesn't have any money. She's a stay at home mom. She has no options. Let me tell you, I think anything is better than living under this financial abuse because that's exactly what this is. Mm. Someone who has not one yeah. credit card, you're, you're absolutely debit right. card. You're absolutely she, right. She doesn't even have $60 to her yeah. fucking name. Yeah. You're you're 1000% right. That went over my head. Um 1000%. And Ooh, it's like, like one of the worst types of abuse too because it's like it is what you need to survive. Like literally, like your child is sick and you can't even afford to get him medication. And yeah. antibiotics, I'm assuming it's antibiotics or something. Like I'm envisioning strep throat. Who who knows? Sure, sure. But come on. Like Yeah. No, that's also I'm getting I'm just getting she weird needs to vibes. Leave. Like very weird vibes. Is he a drug dealer? Like why is this like so why is there so much yeah. cash in the safe? Why is he on a work trip that he can't come home from? Right. It's why very the control? Sketchy. And like, I don't know, like if you're a stay-at-home mom, like I've, I've said this again, like it is a very difficult job, but like, please don't be a stay-at-home mom and not have any means right. of financial freedom. 1000%. That's like, that's like part of my MO. Like, I just don't believe like any, no one should have to feel dependent on someone else. It's there's something so sacred about having like freedom and autonomy over your life. And yes, like no shade at all to like stay at home moms. And and yes, it's like an essential um, job. And one that like if you equate into like a salary is like more than like $200,000 either. So like tons of value. And, yeah, huge. Um, but you, you there has to be independence needs to be some financial independence. I really believe should be something that is available to everyone. Otherwise, I think a big reason why we see such a high divorce rate and so many people settling in relationships that they're no longer happy in Mm -hmm. is because they don't have any other choice. And that breaks my heart. Like, if there's one thing in this world that we should be able to experience, it's free fucking will. Freedom. Freedom. That's like the basic necessity, right? Yeah. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Literally. All that jazz. Like, I like, I'm like sweating over this one. I'm like, I'm honestly, yeah. it's, it's really, really sad. And like, I've seen some couples on TikToks who like talk about it. And like, even as stay at home moms, like their husbands, they have like their own fund money accounts. And so the husband will don't or will deposit like $500 a month in her account. And then he gets 500 for his fund money. And then the rest is for like household stuff. And so, you know, there's some people out there that would be like, well, that's his money and he's he's paying for the whole household and then he has to give her fun money. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. That's the way you want to look at it. Let's roll it back a little bit. Hire exactly. childcare. Exactly. And I'll go to work so I can have my own money. Exactly. End of conversation. That's literally all that needs to be said. I mean, you just, it's opportunity cost. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't have that person, you'd have to pay someone. It's very simple. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, there needs to be, there needs to be like 
better systems in place in order to account for that because I know because what do you do it's also the reason why I feel like even cheating is something that is really evolving over like especially the last 20 years as women are becoming more financially independent because Mm -hmm. before when a man cheats he there is not as much risk because if he gets caught he still has his source of income if a woman cheats and she's financially dependent on the man, it's not just losing her relationship. It's losing everything. Roof over her head. Yeah, exactly. Like and everything. so that's why I think for a long time, the reputation of men in comparison to women mm-hmm. is that they cheat more often than women do. And it probably was true because of the circumstances. And I think it's why we are also hearing a lot more stories about women cheating now is because it's not actually like a gendered thing. It's a socioeconomic thing. And it's very fascinating. Oh my God. I think cheating, like shitty, but like so fascinating. It's very fascinating. I just saw another video on it recently where it was like men, like the, even just the gender differences within it, like how it's like more acceptable for men mm-hmm. because like they've kind of always been allowed to have mistresses. Sure. Or, or you can like biologically like impregnate multiple people at the same yeah. time, whereas a woman can only have one child it's at so a time. so crazy. It's weird. It's also weird that like women can't have children after a certain age. And you would think the biological rationale for that would be because you don't want to give birth and then not be able to raise the kid because you're so old. Mm -hmm. But why can why are like 90 year old male sperms viable then? I know. I'm so it's so weird. Even yeah, from like a evolution standpoint, you would think like, okay, Darwinism, survival of the fittest. Why would you want that 90 year old to be Mm -hmm. able to reproduce if it's not? I don't know. Yeah. Some I need crazy, to read about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. There needs to be some studies. <laughs> yes, some literature. I'm sure there'd be a lot of participants for that. Yeah. <laughs> N- guys at nursing homes are like, they're hot commodities. Really? Yeah, because like if you're a guy living at an assisted living place, you're kind of um, like men on average die before mm-hmm, women. Mm-hmm. So like it's, I think the ratio like mm-hmm. men to women in nursing homes I have no idea, but I I know it's definitely skewed in favor of like there being more women. Sure, sure. So men are a hot commodity and like STDs, man, rampant in nursing homes. Rampant. It's It makes sense because like everything you've, you know, carried your whole life is now like at play. Yeah. I just can't believe people are fucking in nursing homes, but I guess like. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Some of them like there's a couple that like. There was a huge STD outbreak because yo, they're also it's at the giving age UCSB. <laughs> <laughs> they're also at this age where they they're not going to get pregnant. They're not worried about it. That's true. So they don't use condoms. Yeah, wow. they came out. There were some orgies happening. At oh a couple. my lord! Yeah, a lot of nursing homes with pineapple mats in front of the doors. Well, I don't know what a pineapple mat is. What is that? <laughs> Um, so there's like this thing and maybe it's true. I'm not involved in the community myself, but there's this thing where if you're a swinger or open Uh, to inviting other people into your relationship and your sex life, you'll symbolize it with pineapples. Interesting. So now that I mention it. Now I have to be extra cognizant of my pineapple imagery. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm mentioning it and you have your phone next to you and listening, You'll probably get the TikTok video of uh, someone on a cruise recently and they walk by all of the doors and there's like pineapples on all the doors like, hi, come in, welcome. Just all of the cruise ship doors. So apparently if you want a threesome or opening your relationship, cruise is the way to do it. Okay. A lot of new info for everyone today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, so the top comment on this one, which I'm so, so, so happy yeah. they picked it up too, is this is financial abuse yeah. and it's absolutely insane. Go to the neighbors and borrow money? Seriously? Right. Which, in what fucking world? Like, that couldn't be me. If my neighbor came to me and asked to borrow money because her husband left on a two-day business trip and left her with no money, I'd call Adult Protective Services. Mm -hmm. I'd ask if she needed help getting to a women's shelter with her kids. It's 2022. Never mind the fact that as a working parent, he should have set up an account for you, the caregiver, with a few hundred dollars for care expenses at all times. But like $60 for an yeah. extremely sick child? We live in an age of instant transfers, and there's a huge big box of money in the home, and he says, borrow it from the neighbors? Yeah. Not the asshole times infinity. You and your children are victims of abuse. You need to get out, my dear. And then they edit to add a link to the domestic violence hotline. Wow. Which is www.thehotline.org. If anyone out there is listening and feels like they're in a similar situation— yeah. Because this is unacceptable. It's so unacceptable. And you <sighs> deserve so much better. Insane. Um, I'm glad I did not refresh my page at all before reading that because... Comments are deleted? Uh, post has now been removed. Holy shit. Yeah. So I went to go see if there's any comments yeah. from OP and no comments from OP. Post has now been removed. Wow. But we'll have to... Fingers crossed. She's, Keep an eye. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just, it's so sad. So sad. So sad. And sad to think there's, like, people who can sleep at night, like, behaving this way. Oh, God, wait till you get the next one. Uh-oh, I'm ready. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, my God. Am I the asshole for letting my four-year-old use all of his money to buy everybody else meals and gifts while we were at Disneyland? That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to spoil everyone? Let's see the story. Okay. I haven't read this one, okay. but it's popping off. Um, it's got like 2.3K upvotes right now posted a day ago. Okay. Wow. I took my kids to Disneyland Paris for a week with two of my friends and their kids. My oldest is four, but he gets a monthly allowance from his dad that he can, in theory, spend on whatever he wants. The allowance was my husband's idea because I told him he was spoiling our son, but I personally don't think this is the best way to teach him about money. Mm -hmm. While we were there, my son kept wanting to use, quote, his card to pay for things. And even though I tried to explain to him that his money would run out, he kept insisting and saying it was okay. 
When his money ran out, he told my husband over FaceTime because he couldn't get the toy he wanted. My husband was really upset that I had let him use all of his money on other people, especially since he spent it on food. He told me that wasn't what his allowance was for and didn't want to listen when I told him he was the one who said our son could use the money on whatever he wanted. He told me he was going to put more money on the card and was insisting I let our son buy the things he wanted and got angry when I pointed out giving him more money was to find the whole point, especially since I was planning to go back and get him the toy anyways. Am I the asshole? It's a little philanthropist. (laughs) (laughs) What a kind soul. I know. Um, Is she the asshole for like not wanting to reinforce um, just kind of not necessarily being responsible with money? I don't, I mean, I don't think she's an asshole. I think she wants the best for her kid, obviously. But, um, I think the solution here is to like have a conversation. And I, it's so funny because I feel like when it, I, I'm not a parent, but um, just like what I've been exposed to, it seems like so much of like raising kids is based off of like behavior therapy almost instead yeah. of just having respect for the child and understanding that like in many ways, like adults are still children and in many ways, children are adults. Clearly, like if they're you know behaving in this way and I just think... um to at least start there and to maybe ask the child, why is this something that you want to do? Um, and and exploring that and getting an understanding of the personality and values of, of the kid and then moving from there as opposed to just trying to like stop or start behavior. But I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I'm really torn on this one. And I haven't read any of the comments yet. I'm like sitting okay. here. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I literally Google movies before they end. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm dying to read the comments. Um, it is like interesting because it's like, okay, if this was an older child, I would immediately be like, no, not the asshole. You're teaching him like money doesn't grow on trees, financial responsibility, you know, all that jazz. So I'm like, okay, if it was an older kid, I'd be like, no, not the asshole. But the fact he's four. Yeah. I'm like, it, are, are you exploiting your kid to then pay for, like, your friend's food and right, stuff? Right, 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 right. But at the same time, like, it's your husband's money, but also your money, kind of in a sense. So I don't even know. I'm kind of in the boat of just, like, everyone sucks. Yeah, and it's also, like, are is the message that will be received that it's not good to be generous or that— um, people will only value you if you are paying for them. It could go one of two oh my ways, God, yeah. which is a big risk. Um, so I didn't even think about that. That's know. a really good point too. Like, what is it going to? How what the what the effect yeah, will be on? Like, especially own. at a young age, you're you're a sponge. So oh my god, that's so hard. I, I think again, probably just like the conversation. Yeah, I'm trying to have one. I know. Well, and like I just saw a fucking TikTok. I just can't stop talking about it. I've <laughs> I've been like rediscovering TikTok this week because I didn't use it at all TikTok's in Iceland. The best. I love it. <laughs> but there was this video of this mom who gives her kids a $150 hygiene budget every 3 months. And it's not like it, I know it sounds weird, but she explained it cuz she got a lot of flack for it. And she goes like it's this sounds weird. Obviously, I'm going to buy my kids soap if they need soap and they don't have it in the budget. Like, I'm not going to let my kids go without. But this is more so a budget that if they want to buy makeup or fancy mm-hmm. shampoo mm-hmm. or this and that, 
they have to budget it. And then it, it's kind of taught them how to use it appropriately yeah. and not waste and blah, 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 blah. So it's interesting. But I again, I'm kind of like four this, this kid probably doesn't even know how to write his name. Yeah, I definitely like, was not getting an allowance at four years old. Like, that's no. just starting there. I don't think there's a, I don't think four year olds need financial like autonomy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now that I think about it, no, she's not the asshole. If anything, the dad's the weirdo for wanting to give a four year old an, an allowance. But it's so cute to, I'm so curious now for like, scientists to run a study on if you give four-year-olds money what do they do with it and if that's like a common thing like oh my gosh, for yeah. the kid to want to give it away because they don't know what money is like no there's no concept there's no concept I'm so curious now like what what would people who don't have a concept of money do with what they believe money to be huh I love that kind of this is a yeah we I love psychology. <laughs> no, I love psychology. <laughs> I need to know now. Yeah. I'm scared to scroll down to the comments. I'm I, excited. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, first one. Top comment. Red box. Lot of awards. Whoa. Good God. You're the asshole. <gasps> he's four. He barely knows how to wipe his ass correctly, <laughs> but he's able to, quote, insist on spending money this sounds like you have some aggression towards your husband due to him giving an allowance that you didn't want him to have and you wanted to teach your husband a lesson. If a four-year-old insists, you act like you swiped their card and then use your own. Mm. This is some of the dumbest shit I've read all day. That's fair. I mean, as far as like the pretend, like how is the kid going to know? But I don't know. I don't think she's that much of an asshole. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm understanding the story differently, but. I don't think it's that. Yeah. That serious. That deep. Yeah, I will say, like, four-year-olds can be pretty fucking insistent. And the world is changing. Ugh, like, what it yeah. means to be a four-year-old today is very different than what it meant to be a four-year-old when we were four. And oh, yeah. Especially with, like, the iPad. Like, so, I don't oh know. I, I wonder if, I don't know. The iPad has, like, changed children. And I— It's, I, it's worrisome. Oh, my God. Like, in OT, we always say, like, no screen time before three. And let me tell you— my flight back from Iceland, I sat behind, or the kids sat behind me, but, oh, <laughs> and I get, it's public transportation, basically. I'm yeah. going to have to deal with children. I get that. But this kid had an iPad when the iPad was on and no headphones, no fucking headphones, Whoa. listening to Coco Melon or whatever the fuck it was, Blue's Clues, out loud. And when it shut off or like the iPad got taken away, <gasps> bloody oh my God. murder screams nonstop like kicking thrashing about the minute they got the ipad back happy calm lovely child it's giving addiction it it is because all of these little kid shows especially cocomelon there is a bunch of studies on it now it changes the way these kids brains yeah, are wired yeah it's it, like dopamine release yeah. it is so they're having like drug-like yeah, addictions yeah. to the screen withdrawals yeah I just, I like, couldn't believe it. I've never, that, like, I know kids are addicted to iPads and all that stuff, but, like, this was by far the worst I have seen it. It makes me worried because recently I've even noticed my own compulsion with my phone mm -hmm. to a point where I'm, like, concerned because I don't have an addictive personality. And it makes me wonder, like, if I'm feeling this now, what is going to happen five years from now? Like, I really don't know. Oh, my God. I yeah, because it's only ex like exponentially getting getting worse. Yeah. I definitely need to reevaluate my own screen time, 
because I like find myself where I'm like, I'm always trying to multitask. And like, as I'm brushing my teeth, I'll just like have TikTok playing and like scroll. And I'm like, just like be more in the moment. And I saw, um, I had a guest on a while ago named Lyle, the therapy gecko. Mm -hmm. And he had a video recently where it was this, um, this guy calling in and he had recently been diagnosed with a visual disease. It's the same, it's the same disease. uh, Another guest I had on Molly Burke has it's hyperpigmentosa something. Um, and so he was diagnosed with that and he's like, I'm going to lose my vision in four or five years or whatever, you know, he said, and he was like, it's really made me stop. Like, and appreciate everything. I'm, I'm looking at people's faces right, more. Right. I'm engaging more. I'm putting my phone down. Like I'm, I'm more present. And it's right. like, oh God, like, okay, I needed that. Yeah, and it really like slows because t- like you spend a little, you spend like an hour on TikTok, and it feels like five minutes has gone by, and you spend like you know, five minutes in nature and it feels like so much longer. And if time is the most valuable resource, Mm -hmm. like why, why wouldn't we try to extend out our days? And it's funny because so many people will negatively say like, I had such a long day. And isn't that such a blessing to have such a long day? (laughs) Like (laughs) some days, some days are really fucking up. I guess it just depends on if it was a long day doing something you enjoy or what you don't enjoy. Yeah. All about the context. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to prioritize doing what you actually enjoy um that is true and there's so many sayings like I was just thinking like time flies when you're having fun mm -hmm. because in Iceland like on this vacation time like I didn't have enough time yeah like there wasn't enough time we would get done with the day and we're like where did the day go like what that was so fast like why that's so, so cool um yeah I think something needs to happen in regards to the technology thing I don't like and I think so many people are focused on like figuring out who's accountable like who's to blame but like it doesn't matter even if we have someone to blame it on the box has been open and it can't be closed so we have to figure out how to mitigate um this like new honestly like addiction pandemic yeah it is one I look at my parents (laughs) my mom Oh my God. Facebook? Is that They're worse than me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, everything. Well, now she's like on Instagram and TikTok, like (laughs) everything. Like it's crazy. Can of worms she opened. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. My dad loves YouTube. He's just like always watching YouTube. Same. I I hear mine out there. You'll meet him when you leave. He's Oh my gosh. He's a little goofball. He just discovered, um, he discovered Instagram reels a while ago. Okay. But he's now on TikTok and it's just... It's scary what what he can do on there. I'm I'm I just hold my breath every day. Oh, I love it. Couple other comments on this one, just basically being like, completely agree. They sound too immature to have a child, which like no ages were mentioned. Right. But, I mean, they got money. They're going to Disneyland yeah. Paris, and the four year old has right. an allowance. So I, right. maybe they're more established than. Yeah. We think um, someone else goes, I just want to add that the kid sounds adorable. Right? Buy food for others. What a nice gesture. Sure, OP should have paid, but that child doesn't sound spoiled. Spoiled kids tend to think about themselves before others yeah. and throw tantrums when they don't get what they want. Yeah. Someone else goes, yes, so sweet that the kid wanted to treat people. This is a great teachable moment. Not about spending without thought and running out of money, but about reciprocity and sharing. For sure. Mom should have said, sweetie, you bought lunch and I really appreciate yeah. it. So I will pay for your toy. Mm-hmm. Later on, when you're home, you can start teaching about budgeting. 
remembering that he's four and it has to be kept simple. Yeah. You're the asshole for handling it with no grace. Facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone else really picked up on the top comment and goes, nope, my four-year-old does not wipe her ass correctly. <laughs> it's a wonderful choice between UTIs and wiping her ass for her. <laughs> oh my God. Choice of parenting. Can babies get UTIs? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. You always got to wipe front to back. Right. I have to teach a lot of uh, seniors mm. in OT how to do that as well. Like the UTI rate in senior citizens is Damn. so bad. All, all the rates are high. I know. <laughs> seniors get really messed up. And like UTIs in seniors, like it's so crazy. It can actually cause like delirium. Oh, really? Where like it, it almost presents like they have dementia. Don't remember their name. Don't know where they are. Don't know what year it is. Wow. Like I asked one lady like. um, That's terrifying. It's so scary. It's like it's very serious. It's just like nuts. Yeah. But I always asked like, oh, who's the president? And um, what year are we in? And like she was like, oh, JFK. And I was like, mm, oh, man, I, I wish. But no. And I'm so sorry that you have to learn about his assassination. <laughs> like, just, right. This is bad. Devastating. It's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I agree. I think teachable moments and I think, like you said, the conversation and, like, parents kind of need to get on the same page. Yeah. It's just interesting, like, what her concerns were. Yeah. You know, but. Cute kid. Cute kiddo. Hope he, hope he keeps his big heart. I know. I tried to see if there's any comments from OP, but account has been suspended. Jeez, suspended. Yeah, mods are just out here just wow. crushing people today. Crushing people. Okay. But that's all I got for you. I love it. It was so that good. Was amazing. Oh my gosh. You I did the best great. Time. Thank you. It's kind of nerve wracking coming on. So like you, you made it so comfortable oh and gosh. I had the best time. It was just like, we were hanging out I know. and it happened to be recorded. I know. I know. We got to go get drinks or do something <laughs> yes. fun outside of the show. Cause yes, yes. I just love your, your energy, your vibe. I love yours. I Ugh. really, really do. I'm so happy we crossed paths. I know that Spotify event. It was just meant to be. Exactly. That was probably like the best part about it was meeting you in person. Oh and my then God. Stop. You this. flatter me too much. It's true. It's true. It's true. I'm not, I'm not, it's all facts. <laughs> Where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me on TikTok at legal baddie. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, just my first name at Delara. You and got that handle? Yeah, girl. Damn, look at you. It's because I have two L's in my name, mm. so it's very unique. Unique. Yeah, no wonder why you want to go by the first name yeah. basis. Share. It's been like an Delara. identity thing like my whole life because as someone who grew up with the internet, I always got my username. Because oh. if I was born probably like 20 years later, yeah, no one's going to get first names anymore. No. But um, yeah, baddie, you Delara. can find me and I'm excited to meet your beautiful audience and I community. Know. And I'm honored to be on the show and <laughs> be a part of this amazing thing that you it's built. It's just a little family here. We're just, I love it. We're just normal people. Honored to be a part of it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. I will be sure to link all of Delara's uh, TikTok handle and everything in the description for both the audio and YouTube. So be sure to check out her content, you guys, because it is truly amazing. Thank and I'm so I'm going to link your speech on uh, Cap Capitol <laughs> Hill, too, you. because it was so powerful. And just appreciate the that. stats you threw out about 
DACA. Da- is it DACA or DACA? I don't think there's like a specific, it's an acronym, so it's whatever. I butcher everything, <laughs> everything. So um, the stats you give on that, I think are so important to like spread awareness. I really appreciate especially, um, the amplification. Well, I mean, you're like, you are so you're so affected by it still even yeah. like a fucking law degree and yeah you still can't leave the country yeah it's i could but then i would be barred for coming back for 10 years so so you're you're handcuffed like you can't yeah. you literally can't leave like because yeah. what are, what other option do you have so it's very important we address this and yeah. also very important to consider because a lot of you are going to be voting soon that's right so vote for people who actually give a shit yeah about the issues you give a shit about Definitely. It means so much because I can't vote as a DACA recipient. So it really does matter. It's a privilege and one that should be utilized for sure. You pay taxes. I do. What the fuck? Quite a bit. No taxation without representation. There you go. What the hell is happening here? <laughs> <sighs> okay, guys. Until next time. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.